0: What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Blazed X Inferno,
1: And I'm E-Knight11117, and welcome back to the episode of the Inferno Gaming Podcast, which is 60.
0: That's right, man. That's right. We're recording this podcast, uh, what's it, 5.15, so the day before it comes out, man. So, you know what I mean? It's fresh off the presses. If you're new to the show, just know you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, the links are in the description. Also, check out our personal links as well, cause we be doing a lot of other different shit. I mean, a lot of different content. um And also, remember to rate the show five stars on Apple and Spotify. It helps us out um by just leaving. Like, you don't even have to do a full review. Just hit the stars and go about your business, man. Boom. It's good, gang. How you feeling, uh, man? Kind of tired. I feel you, dog. Listen, I just did a for those who were the uh, uh, for those of you guys that were there. This past week was two litty week, which was kind of like an event I did um, to just kind of show love to the community, get the community together to do some different things. We streamed, well, I streamed for seven days. I did seven different streams. Um, it ended it off with a motherfucking what was supposed to be a twenty four hour, and turned into a twenty five hour. Um that ended up being twenty-seven hours at the end because it was just like fuck it, man. Like we we crushed the goal, we went crazy. Um, we really like really crushed the goal. Like I really wasn't expecting I I don't really be expecting too much money wise from streaming just because that's just who I am. Like I just I'm doing it because I love to do it. But the fact that, you know what I mean, people financially support what I do, I appreciate that, man. And um Yep. For anybody that, you know, that participated, just watched, all of that shit is just gratefully appreciated, man. But we back with a, with a regular week. It feels weird to not be streaming like every fucking day, but um, it feels good at the same time. But we got a good show here for you today. We got a lot. We got, we ain't really all got a lot to talk about. So this might be, and I know I always say this, this might be a, a pretty short episode. I mean, at the end of the day e how you feeling though? What you been playing lately, man?
1: Mm, I've been playing a lot of uh, Halo. Been playing a little bit of Overwatch and playing a little bit of COD.
2: Okay, okay, and okay.
1: Some SEG. Rainbow
0: Six Sig. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's good shit, man. That's good shit. Uh, y'all probably already know what I've been playing. Just Duty. Trying to catch up in Destiny right now. Uh, finish this fucking battle pass because we got like a week left until the next season. Um, which we should have put on the show notes. But yeah, I guess that's a good that's a good uh 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 segue in the you know a topic. New season of Destiny, season twenty one, season of the deep, I think it's called, comes out next, should start next week at least. It should start next week um the theme is like this underwater theme a lot of people are thinking we're going back to uh Neptune I believe it is we're going back to Titan the Titan yeah we're going back to Titan yep. that'd be lit I miss Titan yeah man we're
2: going back to Titan um let's see I just
0: got an article from Game Rant um we're going back. It was it Titan yeah, Titan. Titan yeah, of the ocean. John. Yeah, we're getting we're getting Deputy Commander Sloan. She's coming back. She got some new tricks of her own, apparently. It looks like in the picture, her arm is like half taken. So she's like, I guess like part taken or whatever. So you know what I mean? Taken. Yeah, it looks it looks it looks like it's gonna be pretty dope, man. You know what I mean? I mean, this current season that we were in, season of Fiance was pretty good. So I'm expecting nonetheless. I just don't like the way this armor looks. I think this armor is, is ugly. Like with the the seashells and shit like that. I'm mm-hmm. not really feeling that little under the sea vibe. But hey, man, you're not going to like everything that they come out with. I mean, uh, I'm going to link it so you can take a look. I think you've already seen it, though. I've probably seen it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in, the, in the... uh. Show notes. Um, you think you are gonna be coming back to Destiny for season twenty one,
1: bro? I shouldn't have even came back for Lifefall. That was I, um.
0: Why you say that? I,
1: I, I came back and then I played it and I was like, it's still kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, did the strange one, which is cool, but it's such a pain in the ass to just get the new subclass. And I'm like, I really don't want to regrind this for my other characters.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing I feel like Destiny campaigns do wrong. I feel like, I'm not saying we should get the full power from the beginning, but we should get, like, some of it because it just it just kind of makes it to where it's like you don't care about the story because all you want to do is get to the point where you get the new cool power. They might as well just give it to you. Like, they did the same thing with, with Beyond Light. Like, they, they kept the stasis shit all the way into the end used it throughout the campaign but you didn't fully unlock it until the end it was just i don't know man
1: yeah um, i don't i don't know why we we're like I, I don't know it's it's just to get you playing longer and more likely to buy stuff i guess i don't know because like i think it would have been fine if i unlocked strand like on the fourth mission instead of the last mission Mm-hmm. Like, I get it's supposed to be like, oh, yeah, you went on. They had, like, a weird 80s training montage thing you did. And, like, it was funny for, like, two seconds. But, like, after that, it was like, eh, why am I going through a training montage when I'm, like, every time I want to use strand, I have to touch this little rope thing. And then it's, like, the only time you get to fully use it as a subclass is, like, the last mission. I'm, like, nah. I want to use that join, like, all the time. Like, same thing with the other other subclass they introduced with the ice and shit. Like, I feel like what they should do throughout the campaign is, like, get the subclass halfway through and then allow you to progress through the, the, uh, the extra nodes for the subclass to get, like, you know, the modifiers
2: for it. You know mm. what I mean?
1: And that doesn't feel like I just played the campaign, and I don't even know if I'm gonna like the campaign. Like, not a lot of people liked Lightfall's campaign. I didn't. It was just it was an okay campaign. There's some good parts, some bad parts. The, the beginning's always pretty cool. Ending's alright. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I'll be returning to Destiny anytime soon. Let me know when they introduce space combat and I'll do that. Yeah.
0: That's never going to happen. At this point, we just need a Destiny 3. Once we get Destiny 3, um... you just need like,
1: fuck it. I'm not even going to play
2: Destiny anymore. Let's go play Star Citizen. Hey, man.
1: It's like hey, my credit man. card for a spaceship. Fuck it. Might as well now.
0: You got it. You got it. So let's talk about something that everybody's excited about, man. All right. Breaking news from Charlie Intel, man. And this is a reliable source. If you don't know who Charlie Intel is um, on Twitter, they pretty much get like all of the Call of Duty leaks like all the time. It must just be somebody in-house that's just leaking this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, we're getting a new... um. Call of Duty this year, I know they said we weren't going to um, but I guess they changed their mind I know a couple months ago um, there was rumors that, you know, whoever at Activision was just like, yo whatever they were working on um, for whatever whatever DLC that they were planning for um, Modern Warfare 2 um, they were just like, yo, we might turn this into a full game and apparently that's it um, we're reportedly getting Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 this year. Um, mm-hmm. The game will have its own large war zone map with its season one launching December 5th. Modern Warfare 3 is reportedly dropping November 10th of this year. And
1: that's like this fucking shit just came out. <laughs> Come out with another one already. We're going back to old COD ways.
0: Now, this is the scary thing, right? Um, I did my own research on this um, before this. Reportedly, this next game isn't even going to be made by Infinity Ward; it's all Sledgehammer. They're doing the entire game, and if you don't know, Sledgehammer kind of has a iffy track record at this point. They were responsible for Vanguard, uh, World War II, and Advanced Warfare, and technically. They did do the original Modern Warfare 3. Um, That was back when Infinity War was going through their shit, and they left Activision um, like halfway through the development. Um, So Raven Software and um, Sledgehammer were responsible for uh, finishing the original Modern Warfare 3. So um, they'll be working on this next one. How you feel about all this, E-Night?
2: I mean, I spent $70. Did I spend $70? 60 bucks on COD? Modern Warfare 2?
1: And they're coming out with another one. I just feel bad for all the people who drop money for cosmetics. Because, like, if it's not going to be, like, a Vanguard situation where they just, you know, it's the same game, but they're just like, this, this is the year of Vanguard,
2: or whatever, then I don't know. Seems
1: kind of dumb. I feel like they're in a good place with Cod right now. And
0: I mean, you're you're right. I I'll keep it real with you. You're right. But you're also wrong at the same yeah. time. Yeah, because like here's the thing, right? I you know, I play a lot of duty. I got a lot of friends that play Call of Duty. Yeah. Um a lot of people are leaving Call of Duty. Like the numbers have been dropping a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um I think season three was just kind of lackluster didn't give what a lot of people i guess were hoping that we were gonna get i i do agree i think the season three was kind of it's kind of eh i mean there was only one way to go and that was up with season two but like season three could have really went like anywhere like you know i mean like because season one we got warzone season two we got resurgence um In Season 3, we just got a couple new game modes. We finally got Gunfight. Um, Mm -hmm. We got Face Off, which was, if you remember back in the day, um, Team Tech, which was that 4v4 mosh pit. Now they got a 3v3 mosh pit for multiplayer, which is really good. I like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I had fun with that. Um, It brought a bunch of changes to DMZ, which is like my favorite mode. And... um this new call of duty but other than that was like kind of lackluster man like this this i mean we got like one new multiplayer map if anything like i don't even think we got a new multiplayer map no no
1: we did we did we did it's 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 actually it looks like it's ripped from the campaign it's like
0: the cyber
1: mission with you and uh...
0: yeah that just came out that just came out on wednesday yeah but before then we got the um
1: we got the, the other one. Gold.
0: Yeah, Black Gold and then the uh, Lighthouse
1: John. Yeah, the Lighthouse John was new to me. Cause I, 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 you know what I, mean? I I played mainly just DMZ just to fuck with people because it's fun. Yeah, um, DMZ's
0: great. They just need to... There's a lot of glitches they, they that kind fuck it up.
1: They, they fleshed it out a bit more this past season. You can do a lot more. I still think that they should have done their own thing when it comes to inserting... Should have been kind of like Warzone, where you drop in with your team. But I guess it's just to prevent spawn camping or whatever. But it is what it is. I just think it's kind of dumb for them. to re- Like, all right. Let, let's say, you know, Season 3 is lackluster. The response of releasing an entirely really brand new game seems like kind of an overreaction. People are going to leave games naturally, because they've played the shit out of it, and they just need a break from it. They'll come back, but, like, you don't need to... I, 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 dude, it's like millions of people play COD. I don't I don't think it's going to be a big deal if like, a bunch of people leave, because they'll come right back for the next season, so on and so forth. There's, like, a shit ton of games they got to play. we got to put in the hours for all of our battle passes, because they all expire. So, like, they don't think it's an issue of like what cod's putting out like yes season three might be lackluster but like season four might be good and i would take it like this if season three of call of duty is lackluster then this season of apex is going to be better right i mean so then you would focus playing more on apex and you would call duty and then you get to enjoy that game till you burn out of that and then, boom, Diablo's out. You can play the shit out of that while all those seasons peter out. Like, I don't think it's, like, a bad thing if a season isn't perfect. You know what I mean? I think it just gives you the opportunity to step away from the game before you get burned out and fatigue and then mm-hmm. play something else. Like, I'll rotate. This is my rotation so far is Halo. I'll play the shit out of Halo when the new season drops, right? Um and have my fill of that, play custom games, all that. Then I'll drop back into MCC for a little bit, and then I'll drop into COD, just to play, check out the new shit, and play with, with the boys. Um, and then I'll go back to Siege. Like, just constantly rotating through games. Like, there's no... Uh... I'm not getting burnout of playing any one game because I'm constantly changing between games. And then on my off time, I'm playing Overwatch, but I don't really care about Overwatch to the point where I want to buy a Battle Pass. I just Mm. play it because it's really fast to get games in quick match, and the game plays smooth. Okay. So, yeah, this season of COD is kind of shit. I wouldn't worry too much. It's just, it seems like it's an overreaction from Activision's part to make a shit ton of money off a launch of a game that might not be ready to be launched. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we go back to that question of, why am I paying $70 for this game that's half finished?
0: Mm. Yeah, man. I, listen, dog. I'm, I, am i i I don't want to get into a big-ass conversation about it. I've been saying for years that I think Call of Duty just needs to take a nice little break. um, Kind of maybe go that Destiny route, make a good Call of Duty, build upon it, and just keep that game going for maybe like a year or two or three. I'm not going to go to the extreme of like somebody like, shout out Mr. Gundar, where he's just kind of on some type time where I get what he's saying, but at the same time, it's like, he wants call of duty to be gone like completely for like a a long time to uh, make people to make people like quote unquote miss it again and I understand that part because I too would like to miss call of duty again I feel like it's been such a long time since we actually like missed the call of duty I mean if that makes sense it's been a long time I so, feel like
1: how long was 2019 out before Warzone, before COD 2 came out, like,
0: three years? Uh, what, before, what, the next Call of Duty came out? Yeah,
1: before the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Um,
0: 2019 to 2022, but you had Cold War and you had Vanguard in between that. Yeah, but
1: those are more like expansions on the same game.
0: They were still full games, and, like, not necessarily, because yeah, but- Cold War played... Completely different in both of them. It was Vanguard that was like a copy and paste, complete copy and paste of modern warfare. Yeah, but I didn't have,
1: I didn't have to re like buy like I didn't have to go to like a new like you know a separate launcher to launch this game. It was just a part of the 2019 COD, right?
0: Nah, it didn't work that seamless. It does now though, but it didn't work that seamless. Like oh, you yeah. see. Call of Duty even admitted it, like, you know, like, Activision admitted it, that they're trying to sell Call of Duty as, like, a service instead of, like, just multiple games. That's why, like, if you look at, like, Modern Warfare 2's menu, you can literally launch, like, Vanguard, Cold War, and uh, 2019 all on the, like, same game. Because for console people who remember, Warzone on the last, on the on the last, um, on on the last, fuck, like Warzone 1 was like an entirely separate game from like whatever game was coming out that year. Like, yeah, you had like all the games on that one page and you can mm-hmm. switch to them, but you had to like literally launch another game. Now it's like, it's kind of like all seamless. So if you have Vanguard installed you can literally just seamlessly switch over to Vanguard, or even Warzone Two. Warzone Two is just built in the Modern Warfare Two, so you yeah. don't have to download anything like a totally different game, like you did with the last one. You know?
1: Okay. I mean, right. yeah, but all the guns are all distributed throughout the 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 different modes and shit, though, right? Like yeah. I, I mean, Vanguard's guns were still available for Warzone, yeah, and everything yeah, like yeah.
0: That. But that was the problem, and I do think, I do think they're gonna uh, address that, and and they're gonna fix that issue, mm-hmm. um, because I I think that was like that was kind of like the downfall of like Warzone one, is that at one point it just became like way too much. So you had like literally like two hundred guns, in yeah. in like one fucking game mode. So it just became like a little bit too much. Um, I think they're gonna like try to stay away from that
1: model. Well, they re- it looks like they released two new guns each each fucking season.
0: And three. It's usually. Is it three? three? Well, this season was four. What the fuck? So, in the battle pass, there's two. There's the Cronin,
2: mm-hmm. and then there's the
0: Intervention. And then when season when the Reloaded. Comes out whatever that is, it's usually like in the middle of the season, mm. there's like a gun or two that drives. okay so we got two pistols um on Wednesday. We got the tech nine and then we got a full auto desert eagle.
1: It seems like they could have just made an attachment for that, but all right,
0: I forget what it was last season. Last season we got um the ISO the shotgun, and then when Reloaded came out, we got the Tempest, which was a battle rifle. A pretty good battle rifle at that.
1: Alright. I mean, like, you think they'll just start vaulting weapons like Bungie does?
0: Uh, I think, like, when this new map comes out, there's gonna be, like, limitations of what you can bring to the map.
1: Like, what, be, do like, like a only- Warzone
0: map? Yeah, because we're apparently getting a new Warzone map with this Modern Warfare 3. So maybe you'll only be able to use Modern Warfare 3 guns in this Modern Warfare 3 map.
1: I mean, I guess they could also just make game modes that just regulate it, too.
0: Maybe. Who knows, man? Personally, I mean, I'm not going to see a lot of y'all. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Do I want to buy it? Fuck no. I really wanted to Call of Duty to just kind of build on Modern Warfare 2 because Modern Warfare 2 is good. And I wish a lot of my friends saw it that way, but, you know, Activision doesn't do a good job of keeping people's faith strong.
1: Yeah, it's whatever. Like, COD will probably always be here for the next, like, millennia. Yeah. I don't think it's too deep. I just think it's just a gross overreaction to, like, release something that we've had, like, probably, um... uh, I want to say, like, maybe not even a year since it came out. Yeah. Like, Call of Duty 2 just came out. So it's kind of concerning that they're going to release a full game. Like, and when I say full game, I don't mean, like, Vanguard style. I mean, like, just, like, a totally separate... Entity from what we have here. Yeah.
2: Uh it's just a little weird.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what becomes of it, man.
2: Yeah. We'll um,
1: let's but keep it what's up. I was gonna say speaking of games launching and stuff, let's talk about the current debacle or past debacle of Redfall.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk about Redfall last podcast, did we?
1: No, because I think it happened after that podcast came okay. out. Okay. Same yeah, thing yeah. with Survivors, because I was like a week apart from that shit.
0: No, we talked about Survivors. We did. Did we? Yeah, remember. we did talk about Survivors on the last joint. I remember that. Yeah. Go ahead, take the floor with this Redfall shit.
1: Yeah, Redfall was a seventy dollars game. Just, just that straight did up
0: launch on it did launch on Game Pass, and I think I, that's I mean how majority of people played it.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, luckily for those people who played it on Game Pass, got to try it out without having to drop a whole damn near a hundred bucks on it. Like, you know, they got to see that was complete dog shit, and then you know, not lose too much time or money on it. It's still, like, if you know your game is in that state, why are we launching it? Why is this a thing? Like, it's pretty much, like, not making me confident for games like Starfield coming out later. You know what I mean? And even Phil Spencer has, like, actually admitted fault for this shit.
0: Yeah, I saw that. He like, actually like took responsibility for it coming out the way it did, which... Shout out to him, dog. Shout out to him. Shout out to him for that, man.
1: It, but it's still like a situation where it's like, alright, so you took responsibility for Redfall, and I, I watched the interview that he did when he did that, and it's for the most part he's like, he's not going to try and take away the team's creativity, and while a value creativity of the, you know, the, the dev team, it's still, like, it seems like a few QA testing probably could have been, like, hey, the game's not ready to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, and rather than having all this bad PR and the dud of a game, which I mean, like, to be fair, this is their, like, first co-op looter shooter style game. From, what is it It's software um, but yeah but at the same time it's like okay um we have you know plenty of games that replicate this formula borderlands being one that comes to mind um to it's more about the performance and then like the ai of the enemies just not working properly so like i don't think that even if they were inexperienced in this type of genre that this would kind of like excuse them from the overall performance of the game because a game can come out right and the mechanics can be just like okay or kind of bad and not really work too well but the Mm -hmm. game will still run good you know what I mean like it won't lag there's not going to be all these glitches and weird shit so it's, it's coming down to like we're paying Damn near seventy dollars. And I'm like hesitant to buy Diablo two, which is gonna come or Diablo four technically. Um it's coming out in like a few days, or not even a few days, like a couple weeks. And I'm like, I don't want to buy this game because based on the you know, the beta, even though it was fun, there was still some technical issues that I feel like could be fixed. And if I buy it day one, seventy dollars, and I go in there and I can't log on because even though they stress test the server is still like getting sworn by millions of people, or even after that week of like you know server testing, everything's still like jittery jump jumping around, there's a bunch of bugs and stuff, certain things are broken i'm not gonna I'm not gonna wanna drop a whole seventy dollars like I'm just gonna wait, you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait. Until I know the game's gonna be fixed. The same thing with Jedi Survivors. Like, you wanted to buy the game, I wanted to buy the game, but I haven't finished the first one. So that was like my, my excuse. And in a way, it kind of saved me the disappointment of buying the game, being really excited about it. And then it's like, oh, well, it doesn't work really. And I can barely play it. So I really just spent, it just gave $70 to EA for no fucking reason. Yeah. So. If you can't justify the quality increase for the price increase, overall price increase for the seventy dollars games, what are we doing here? Like,
0: yeah, um, again,
1: I know inflation's a hell of a thing, but like,
0: no, you you can't not promise
1: these things and then not deliver. That's that's my issue.
0: <clears throat> well, one thing I can say. <clears throat> Shout out to Capcom because Capcom is still dropping a lot of their games at sixty dollars. Yep. I, I know Resident Evil came out at sixty dollars. Um, Monster on the Rise, I think, came out like forty dollars, maybe fifty bucks. I, I yeah, no, it was
1: like forty or fifty, like when it came out originally. But,
0: but their new releases are all like straight 60, 60 bucks, sixty buck games. Like, yeah. Um, Street Fighter um, 6 coming out in two weeks. Yeah. That's a $60 game. So, I sh- shout out to the people that are still selling the game for $60. Um, I guess it's kind of like a weird segue into Nintendo finally entering, you know, the atmosphere of dropping their games at $70 because um, Zelda was their first $70 release Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when it's coming from Nintendo, it's like, fuck, it's like, you know I mean? We're already playing on this old ass system that has a hard time running a lot of games as is like, I don't know, man, but you know, I put my money where my mouth is. You know what I mean, the game is, it, it's, it deserves the scores that it's getting, but we'll talk about that a little later. Um, but with a game like this, I don't think, especially with this being like a new IP, yeah. too, I don't think they should have went the seventy dollar route with that.
1: No, nah, this this easily. Even if it like ran fine, it probably for me for me personally because I don't I don't, I don't care about vampires too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you: the whole game about just fighting vampires sounds boring to me. Um, mm-hmm. 'Cause I don't know what the variations on the enemy types are gonna be. And from what I've been told it's like cultists and then the vampires, and that's about it. And yeah. that sounds really boring to play against, but um for me it'd be like a forty dollar game, maybe even forty five dollars, like let's change it up a bit and not round it up to like a zero. Um and that's if it ran good. You know what I mean? Even if it was like a kind of crappy game mechanic game and it ran good still like a $40 game but like I don't know like I don't want to deter experimentation with games because that's usually how we get really good stuff you know what I mean um but at the same time I can't like sit here and be like oh yeah it's fine that you guys fucked up and then you you'll get it next time and then next time comes and it doesn't happen and then it's like oh well we'll fix it when it's ready and it's like i, I think we're just kind of tired of playing games that are broken at launch or partially missing content at launch mm-hmm. you know and i don't mean like they launch and it's like oh well multiplayer's not coming out for like 2 weeks I'm like that, that's fine like if they got to set things up on the back end for that but it's like if the game launches right and all the features are there and there's no dlc or anything coming out for another like half a year right yeah just it's just like why like why is this launched in such a state like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just we don't want that anymore we just want finished games like a handful of games i can point to right now that are finished products weren't buggy at at launch like broken unplayable type Elden Ring, Hi-Fi Rush, what was it Uh, fucking? Uh. I want to say what, what was one of the something Sunday... God of War. Yeah, you know I mean it's starting to get hard to like identify the games that come out, like basically ready to become like come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like I'll, I'll justify spending 70 bucks if i know the game's gonna come out and it's gonna function like armored course to come out in august i don't know if it's gonna
0: be functional (laughs) yeah yeah they 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 wowing with that man i seen that i was like what the fuck
1: like first of all i didn't even know the game was like they they teased it last year i didn't think it was coming out this year and it looks like it's gonna be like the elden ring experience like they they were like you know what we're gonna Just make it open world, fuck it, and go have fun, which is exciting, but at the same time, it's concerning because if I drop 70 bucks on this game, which I don't think it is 70 bucks, I think it might be.
0: Yeah, because Elden Ring was 60. Yeah, Elden Ring was 60. I gotta
1: check that real quick. I can literally. Armored Core. Yeah, it's 60. (laughs) So, yeah. I, I mean, like, a little more comfortable now dropping 60 bucks on this, but, like, still, like, that 10 extra dollars is still going to be a hell of a thing. Yeah, if it's
0: like. Tim, that's what we really, that's what the, that's what the, the subject needs to be about. That might be what the title of this podcast is going to be. Is, is, is the $10 really that big of a deal?
1: It kind of is. It is just because it sets a precedent, right? Okay. So, like. For the longest time since the Xbox 360 era, games have been $60. Yeah. And it's only recently, thanks to, like, publisher... Was it Sony? I think Sony was the first to do this, surprisingly. Uh Games have jumped to the $70 price tag.
2: Mm. And there's a,
1: there's a lot of reasons for it. I think one reason was the pandemic. And the other reason was because of inflation. Uh... I think because of the pandemic, because of scalpers, um, they weren't able to reap the profits of selling games on their platforms because they couldn't get people to the platforms they needed to buy those games. So, like, you know how hard it was for, like, 2020 and 2021 to get a PS5 for not, like, $1,000. Like, I'm not about to spend a grand on a PS5 just to spend another... 70 to 100 and what is it $40 on one or two extra games. Mhm. So I'm paying like 14 no $1100 for a PS5 and games and then PS Plus which is also $70 if you get the year thing. And then there if they have that I don't know, what is it? it is it included now with PS Plus or is it like separate with the uh the online library? playstation
0: oh no yeah you just get that with the basic tier so okay yeah
1: so then like you have all that and it's like like why am i spending all this much money just so i can play one video game that i'm probably gonna play like once and then put down and start playing like a multi-platform game um like i the ten dollars does matter to me because it's like when is it going to turn to $80? When's it going to turn to $90? Then it's like every every so often it's like, oh, it's only $10. Ah, oh, it's only $10." Like every mm-hmm. time there's a price increase, but it's like, "No, it's technically it's going to be like $40." Cuz yeah. if it gets to $100 per game, just to buy a game, that's that's like a $40 increase since the Xbox 360 era, and it doesn't matter to me that games have gotten more complex. The complexity of a game should not justify the price tag of it. Like, you can have super complex systems and sell it for, like, $70, right? But then there could be also another game that comes out that doesn't have as much as complex systems and is pretty fun and a lot funner than the other game with the super complex systems. Mm -hmm. So... Should I be paying less for that then if that's your justification? Like, should all my indie games be like not triple A priced? You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Now let me play devil's advocate. Right. All right. I'm a I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this. Because alright, everybody knows at this point I'm kinda of irresponsible though, right? I played Facts. I played I played about three hours of Apex this season. And to be honest, I think I kind of had like a mental breakdown while playing apex and it kind of like, just, it just stemmed into me just kind of being tired of like, not tired of apex, but like the systems of apex. So I think like, I'm just kind of like turned off of apex right now. I think um, to kind of revisit that conversation, I think They just need to come out with an Apex 2. They need to fix some of their systems, really balance out these guns. I think the Evo shields for me is like the biggest issue. I think there's just, there's just, there's too much health. The guns don't do enough damage, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you end up in these like pretty long engagements that just, they just end up being like too much sometimes. and i just think i like mentally checked out apex like i ain't gonna lie
1: okay can i ask you a question Mm -hmm. what does this have to do with the ten dollar pricing
0: listen i spent ten dollars on the battle pass for this season for me to not even probably like dead ass i might play this shit two more times this season with crazy or necro whoever Mm -hmm. i'm really not playing apex like i'm just I'm just over it, dog. I'm I'm mostly over just Battle Royale altogether, but I'm over it. Yeah. But again, this is me saying I'm irresponsible. Like, I literally popped on, spent $10 on something I'm probably never going to play for a while. Right. Really. So to me, a $10 increase on a lot of these games don't really bother me because i'm already irresponsible shit like you know what i mean okay um
1: so so let me say one thing you're spending ten dollars on a game that costs you nothing to download
2: apex yeah, is but, free
0: by default but, but that's- listen this is where i was gonna play devil's advocate at right i feel like all of these games and i've been saying this i think we've been saying this on a podcast for a while a lot of these games Are like now like they're all fucking sixty dollars plus. They're all sixty dollars plus. Right. There's none of these games nowadays, you're just spending sixty bucks. Right. None of them. None of them. Right. None of them. Right. Except for literally Elden Ring right now is the only game where we've all spent sixty dollars and that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Once the DLC comes out, that'll be different, but
1: yeah i don't but at at the same time it's like Elden ring is not as as uh live service-y as all these other games that are out right now thanks so that's that's also my counterpoint kind of like your devil's advocate is well one let's replace apex with call of duty right call of duty on release is a 70 dollar release okay Game came out, There's a little bit of bugs, a little bit of hiccups, but for the most part it worked, and then after that you have the Battle Pass, and then there's also the $20 cosmetics bundles and shit, and then there's also the kind of sort of pay-to-win shit with the DMZ, and you're right, we're not just spending like 60 bucks for a game anymore, we're spending up to almost a thousand sometimes depending on how much you like that game.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: while I don't have a problem with people spending money on a live service game, I don't care. They can get the bag, you know, as much as they want, you know, the game that's trying to earn money. I think it's great because if it's going to support the game, more content, you know, cool, you know, it keeps the ecosystem alive, may not make things fresher because they're not releasing a new release. But people are able to play their favorite game for longer rather than it be a two to three year life cycle. And then, you know, the next $60, $70 game comes out. The thing is, is that if I'm paying $70 to gain entry to this game, right? Because the only thing free about Modern Warfare 2 is the Warzone mode. Everything else is you have to pay 70 bucks for the campaign, for the spec off shit, for the DMZ, for multiplayer. The only thing that's free is Warzone. So if you can't afford the70 dollar price tag, you can at least play Warzone and spend still spend money on the battle pass and still spend, you know money on on the the eShop stuff if you have to. My problem is is that if that price tag keeps going up, the barrier to entry for most gamers, because majority of gamers buy maybe like two to three games a year, right? let's just say that most, most of the games we play are free to play. Like overwatch, if, if overwatch two wasn't free to play, I would not be playing it at all. That's, that's just like, right. Like you, to me, overwatch two is overwatch one with smoother gameplay. That's literally it. If they released that for $70 and then expected me to pay an extra $10 or so change for the battle pass every fucking season, I would have been like, nah, I'm not even gonna play that game. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, and I think it was smarter of them to go free to play because then they can justify what they're doing now, which is you know locking the heroes in the middle of the battle pass for ten bucks. Do I like that? No, I think it's shitty. I think it's more pay to winny. If if you're not willing to fork over the the ten bucks for the battle pass and then grind to level fifty, but at the same time, it's like. That $70 is your barrier to entry to any game now. So, if I really want to play this game with my friends, I have to have $70 off If I And then after that, it's like $10 here and there. But here comes the problem. It's like gamers don't just play one game, all right? There might be a couple that only like one game. Like, the dude, let me solo her, only plays Elden Ring just so he can fight Millennia over and over and over and over again for other people. Mm-hmm. Like... That's that's like maybe 10% of the gaming population does that. Like stuff like that. They stick to one game and that's their main game, that's all they want to play. Most gamers jump from game to game, which is why I said, you know, if you get tired since you're tired of Apex, you're going to more focused on Call of Duty or or the other 300 FPSs that are out there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can start playing CS:GO or Valorant or some shit. Um but those options are out there. It's just a lot of those options are blocked by a barrier of entry, which costs you 60 to $70 sometimes. Some of them are free. Some of them are $60 to $70. I've been saying for years that Siege needs to go free-to-play because at this point in time, I don't understand the logic of them charging like any money for just a, an account.
0: Yeah, they tripping. I was just playing with Crazy, who's a new player. Yeah, He's, He just got the game. Yeah. Like, you don't get anything. Like you still gotta start with just the recruit. Yeah. And then you gotta unlock. Like I just think like the first like couple years need to just be free at this point. Just
1: yeah. No. They're doing
0: too much. They doing too you much. You
1: still technically get all the ops for free. Just you're gonna have to grind. And that's it's just still you still have to pay like uh like seven bucks. But the fact now.
0: that if I'm a new player yeah. in 2023 to siege I don't get like the the the, the starting twenty. You don't get the starting twenty. You, you don't didn't get the
1: to... starting twenty when you got siege in the beginning either. Like in twenty fifteen, yeah, but
0: that was fucking eight years ago. <laughs> like that was eight years ago. Like I think it, dog crazy stood no fucking chance half the time. That's because he's just not cracked as a recruit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like I just I just feel like. I feel like, I don't know why Siege isn't free to play.
1: It's just, I think one reason is maybe to make it harder for hackers to get accounts, but at the same time, you can can buy accounts for literally 99 cents off of other shady websites and shit. So it's like, you could get Siege for a lot cheaper off of third-party resellers. Um, Be that as it may, it's still like... The barrier of entry in general for the game, newer games that come out, is going to be seventy dollars. If I want to play Tears of the Kingdom with and talk about it all my friends like I did Skyrim in 2011, it's seventy dollars. If I want to play, you know, like fucking Diablo when it comes out, seventy dollars. And if you're going to increase the game and promise quality increase, then deliver on quality increase. Don't. Go, oh, man, well, it just doesn't... We'll fix it in, in, like, a half a year or six years or whatever. And then mm-hmm. when it's finally fixed, no one wants to play it because it's like, we've already moved on to the other shit. Like, the only people that play it are usually diehard fans, right? Like, I'm still playing Halo Infinite. They fixed a lot of shit. Season 4 is going to be lit. Uh, whenever they release AI for Forge, is going to be lit. Like, m- bro... Uh, the other day, I forgot to send this to you, they remade Battlefront 2 Classic uh, Space Battles. Like, they made that in Forge. Like, in custom games. Like, mm. shit is lit. But, at the same time, because of how shitty the launch was, that doesn't mean the bil- like the billions of people that played the beta are gonna come crawling back. Even though the game's free to play, it's still like, you know, it has that nasty reputation. So when you have that Attached with, oh, I paid $70 for this. It's like... Yeah. It's worse. So Redfall, I don't think, will ever come back from this. Even if they fix everything. Like, it's going to take a lot for them to get just a small little, like, cult following that will support the game until, like, its end. But... Like, it doesn't have the previous... It doesn't have any previous successes like Jedi Fallen Order was and, and Jedi's Survivor's situation where it's like the gameplay is great but the performance is shit so it's kind of like wait to get it fixed and then I can enjoy this single player game. By then hopefully the price will drop but mm-hmm. I feel like that if you're going to chart increase to $10 because I don't the way things go and it feels like things are moving really quickly um, I feel like the $80 price tag is going to be on the horizon as soon as the last as soon oh, as, yeah. as, oh, as, yeah. as Nintendo and like pretty much all these other brands start standardizing 70, dollars I feel like Sony, because it seems like Sony wants to be the leader on this bullshit, uh, is gonna jump to eighty dollars. And they're gonna keep citing it. And it's like, bro, I don't care about your peach fudge. Yeah, so, so Sony was the leader
0: system. on it. They were the leader on it, by the way.
1: Yeah, and I don't care about their peach fuzz technology on fucking Horizon Zero Dawn. I really don't. I don't I think do. that. <laughs> I, do. I don't think. I don't think that's worth the ten dollar increase. I think it is. I don't. I don't think it is.
0: Uh, with a game of like that type of quality, yeah. I don't think it is. Yeah.
1: I. I don't think. I think. I think. I would rather play the fucking game. You know, if I want to pay seventy dollars to to press A and then watch a movie, I'm not Listen. gonna.
0: To this day, I've yet to see any other game look as good as that game, and it's a, a console game. Alright. I haven't even seen a PC game look that good.
1: Oh, you haven't seen Skyrim modded
0: the hell. I mean, yeah, it just looks super shiny though. No, it's, but it looks it looks good. It looks good. Like I've seen four K Skyrim, but like it's just super shiny. Like There's no, like, detail, like, extreme detail. But we going off track, man. Like, honest to God, like, me playing devil's advocate, like I said, like, the way I look at it and the way I try to get a lot of my friends to look at it is that you're just – that is just your base entry fee for a lot of these games, like $60, $70, whatever they plan to charge – I can't even tell you how much money I've spent in like Destiny, Call of Duty. Shit. Call of Duty, I've probably spent spent a hundred on the game. I just spent thirty on this season's battle pass. I spent twenty on last season's
1: battle pass. I could say that you probably spent on this call of duty alone probably damn near a thousand dollars.
0: Nah, nah, nah. Probably like two fifty, three hundred. Did you buy any cosmetics? Yeah, that's why I said like on.
1: Did you pay to finish the battle pass?
0: Nah, no, 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 no. That's destiny. I do that. That's, it's, why? That's, that's destiny. Why though? Because to be honest, Destiny's season pass has really good gear in it. Like I like the like the ornaments and shit that you get like towards the end. So i would be wanting that shit. So I'm just like, all right. I mean, I'll that's fine. Little, I'll pop the little $20. This, this is this,
1: like the FOMO shit, though, I feel like is why we need to have. And it's crazy to me that a game like Kale Infinite was like the first to do this. Just permanent battle passes. Work on it. Just I feel like, and he, <clears throat> you know, it's crazy, right? If your battle pass doesn't expire, right? You're more likely to play the game to finish it. <clears throat>
2: So you that's can get not, what you
0: want. That's not true. That's not true? I don't think that's true, dog. So if, if At least Call in Duty. Halo, in Halo's case, I don't think that's true, dog.
1: I mean, like, yeah, because of the shit launch.
0: Not just that. Halo's, like, their season passes are, like, their battle passes aren't good, man. Like. They're just not good. Like, there's nothing... Like, when I played with you for the yeah. new season, I was gonna buy the Battle Pass, but then I, like, looked through it. I'm like, dog, like, some of this shit is cool, but a lot of this shit is shit. Like, I just don't want it. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: that's, that's fair. That's my right. opinion, though. No, but that's that, that's a fair opinion, because if you don't want the Battle Pass, you can skip that one and work on the next one. That's That's my point. It's like... You get the option to choose of which battle pass to work on, rather than losing that option altogether, because then you feel like you have to buy it. All right, let's think of it like this. It's a $10 battle pass. There's maybe two items you actually really want from them, but you don't want to drop the10 dollars right now, because you feel like it's not worth it. The battle Pass expires, goes away forever. You never get those items again. right? Mm-hmm. Or Battle Pass doesn't expire. It just rotates to the next season's Battle Pass. And then it's like, you know what? I think I will drop $10 now that I'm in a comfortable financial situation that I can just drop $10 like that. Even if you're mad at your responsible. And then you go after those two, two items after you've already completed this season's Battle Pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a crazy concept to me that I feel like it would make the game like that season. Like, I'm already done like 90% of Halo Infinite's battle pass right now. Right? And I've been playing casually, which means I'm just dropping in, playing few matches, and then switching to a different game. Okay. So I'm not I'm almost done. The season's half over. And then I'll be like ready for season four. I think that's a totally fine thing. Cause if I don't finish it and I still want those items, which there are items in there that I want, and it's like I'll just finish it in season four and then start the new season later. Like it's not that crazy to me that they should implement this over FOMO because all FOMO does is just make people like crazy about items that n- will never come back. Um, and then that, like, all right, case in point, remember Fortnite? They had the Red Knight skin, right? Like that was mm-hmm. like their first Battle Pass exclusive skin. They re-released that in the shop, like I don't know, was it like five years later? Do you remember how mad their community was over that? Like how upset they were that some that you that they re-released a skin from an older battle pass. I mean, that they, they were they were like irrationally mad about it. Like to me, it would be to me and you, it would be no big deal. I'd be like, oh cool. That was like in season one. That's cool. Like, but the people that grinded to get that shit were so upset about it, because it made it feel like they invalidated their uh, time put into the game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, if the ex- if the pass doesn't expire, and people join your game later, rather than when they were there day one, they have that opportunity to still grind out that pass. And still pay that $10 fee, and you're still making money for older items and gear. See what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. Like it nah. also, and it also gives the consumer the option to not only, like, let's say I'm burned out of Call of Duty, right? It doesn't matter if I have, like, four battle passes to grind up. I just don't feel like playing this game anymore right now. I'm going to put it down for a month. I'm going to come back to it, but I'm going to put it down for right now. I can go play something else. And have no worry or anxiety over losing the shit in that Battle Pass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, like, a crazy thing to say that Battle Passes shouldn't expire anymore. I think the age, of, the age of FOMO needs to just die because it's just making, it's just making these games less fun to actually play and turning it into a job.
0: I just think, no, I agree with that, because that's my issue right now, is that
1: you got to clock in to play Apex, you got to clock in to play Call of Duty, you got to clock in to play Siege, you got I want this, I want that, but I don't want to drop a band just to unlock shit in the battle pass. Like, yeah, sure, I skip tiers for money, but it's like, I'm not trying to spend extra money on something I can do for free just by playing the game, like, that's stupid.
0: This is true. Because like, that's my problem right now. I'm like, damn, I got eight days to finish out this, this Destiny um, Battle Pass. But you
1: Hopefully... shouldn't have to drop a band on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And here's the thing. You can still keep that option to drop a band on it for the older passes if you want. Like, if you really don't want to grind that Battle Pass, but you want all the shit in it, and it's like an expired Battle Pass, so it's not even the current one out if you If you save it, you can still have that option, you know, maybe reduce the the, the amount each tier skip costs by like fifty percent, and then you still make money off that. you yeah. know for the people that really just don't care about like money like that and just want to throw their money away like that, keep it there for them. They could just pay it, get all the cool shit. And then work on the currency. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like there's no real downside to them excluding the battle pass. Like like n- like get like to them not getting rid of it. Cause all that FOMO, all that like FOMO hype goes away after like the first week. Cause I no oh, longer I, I don't have the intention span to sit here and grind 100 tiers of this battle pass especially when i'm being gatekipped by challenges so like it's just 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 keep it and then you don't have to justify like if you have a live service game like that and it's not a shitty single player co-op game that's a live service game you could just justify keeping the battle pass by that like you don't have to you don't have to fucking you know what i mean you don't have to raise the price tag now barrier entry is lower i feel like for live service games the barrier entry should be as low as possible so that you get as many people as possible playing your game that means that you get the most amount of money possible because you're trying to get them to spend money in your game that's like the whole strategy of live service and no, you in line so the more cosmetic options battle passes like just shit for me to buy the temptation of like Excluding, you know, loot boxes and shit. Like, just those options there, I'll be more likely to buy shit. So, I mean, like, I forget how this even got started, but like... We're
0: talking about $70 games. (laughs) (laughs) Just went on a whole rant. Me, personally, I think we talked about this before. I'm going to just reiterate. Um... I think this $70 games cuz I think we talked about it when Sony first announced it. Yeah. So maybe like 20 podcasts ago. But um I'm literally just like going to say the same thing. I thought that when the PS4 came out we were going to get $70 games cuz that seemed to be the trend. GameCube, PS2, Xbox yeah. original, we had 50, 360 and all that. We had 60 yeah. So I thought PS4 is gonna be seventy. So this is just to me and my brain the progression. Yeah. This is just the progression. So, am I mad it's going up? Like, I guess. <laughs> like I like I don't know, man. I like, think I think it's more listen,
1: more annoying.
0: I'll I'll break it down to you like this. Drink some water because my fucking voice i it to you down like this. I just went to Wawa this morning. I got a hoagie. I got a hoagie, mm-hmm. and I got some chips. Mm-hmm. That shit was twelve dollars.
2: That shit is gone,
0: bro. Like that shit is gone. Like yeah. that's it. It's gone. But was it wasn't good though? Yeah, it was. It's Wawa, wild wild, so it's it's Wawa. <laughs> I don't it's think better Wawa's when you're drunk. I don't think <laughs> Wawa's ever good. I think Wawa's just... I think before substance. they
1: switched to the to, to, to the quick and easy fast food trends, back when they actually cooked their food, it was probably good. But no, that's before both of our so, time.
0: What I'm trying to say to y'all broke niggas... Damn. ...is that $10 really ain't that much of a difference, though. You spend, you spend $10 on so much dumb shit... Like, you go get a parking ticket. That's thirty five dollars. All right. Like why? Like, why?
1: Why are you getting parking tickets? I'm just saying. Am I fucking parked park, prop, properly, bro? What, go what's get a
0: parking ticket. That's thirty five. Why are
1: you parking in the red zone, bro? Why are you not paying your meter, bro? Yo,
0: you can you can literally go buy Monster Hunter Rise right now, with with that. But you just paid a parking ticket, bro. I'm just, I'm just trying to give y'all broke nigga logic, man. I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what, there's no listen. It's not that I mean, like you say, ten dollars on on like you know, a sandwich some chips, right? You know, like twelve bucks. You know, it's nothing, right? It's nothing, right? But it's like okay, ten dollars on top of sixty, and then it's a, ten dollars on top of seventy, and it's ten dollars top of eighty. And it's ten dollars, of ninety. It gets it's,
0: expensive. We 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 get it, man. That's get the it. that's
1: the point. That's all I'm I saying. I spent
0: hundred dollars on this new Zelda.
1: It's yeah, and it and you're lucky. It actually works. That's yeah. my point. It's not about the like the whole ten dollar increase increasing. Uh, it's the fact I that how,
0: I gotta see how much this amiibo is worth now. God damn, because <laughs> because I bought the amiibo, bro. That's probably like twenty bucks right now it was 15 i bought it for 15 oh it's still 15 holy shit i mean the yeah. game just came out they
1: probably overmade a bunch of that
0: they did say like limited stock at first so
1: they always say limited stock at first i mean it's the same thing with the physical copies of metroid and oh then they shit it.
0: it's not available it just came out you can't buy it at target it just came out yeah, it's a, yeah. let's give go. It,
1: give it a month. If I can find it in a month for the same price, I'll let you
0: know. I'm about to see. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, John. Yeah, yeah, how much is that bitch? How much is that bitch?
1: What, on eBay?
0: Yeah, I'm about to look. Keep talking to him No, I'm going to go to the bathroom but, real quick.
1: Wait, what? It, motherfucker, yeah. we're in the middle of recording. Shit your pants.
0: I got to pee, man. Like man, piss yourself. Right? Just keep. You're gonna abandon the people. Don't leave me. me. So tell me this. So tell me this. We'll we'll tell them this because I ain't gonna be here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you.
2: (laughs) So, would you be okay if games went up to eighty dollars?
1: Not really. No. Elaborate. Damn, you're really gonna be all right. right. Elaborate a lot. You're not even gonna hear it, but all right. Fuck it. No. the same same argument as before. It's like it's if it went up to eighty bucks, you got essentially like it's another eighty dollars you got a budget for for a game that you may or not enjoy. Like, and let's say you do the smart thing, right? You wait a week before you know you read all the reviews and shit, and the game is good, and then you drop eighty bucks, and you know you're happy with your purchase, you don't regret it. That's fine. But the problem is, is like a lot of people are gonna day one adopt games cuz they're hype as shit about it and they're excited about it. So like basically what what's got to happen here is 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 like you you spend that 80 bucks day 1 to be like the early fucking testers. It comes out it's broken. Doesn't work. Gameplay shit. Everything shit about this game. You really just spent 80 bucks on this game in most cases you can't even return this shit. You know what I mean? They won't let you return it. You're like, "Oh, maybe you like Steam has a two-hour gaming pol- policy. So, like, if you play the game and it's bad and you got to return it mm-hmm. and you've already exceeded that two-hour policy, you, you can't return it. Like, there's only special cases where you can actually return it, like Cyberpunk's case where the game's completely and utterly broken. And I feel like Redfall would be the same case. So, it's like in Jedi Survivors, I think it's also the same case. It's... Mm. The issue is, is that the price you keep increasing the price, the quality isn't actually getting better. The games are all, all coming out half finished or broken or buggy. There's a very small percentage of games that are coming out completely finished and with very like a few bugs here and there. Sure, that's not a problem for most gamers. But I my frame rates are like at two. Like what? What is this? What is going on? It's just. It doesn't matter what the price point is at this point in time, if the game's going to come out and shit. And if your, your response is, Oh, well, we're going to increase the, because we want to ensure the quality of our games. And then the quality comes out and it's shit. It's ass. Yeah. You're just lying to me at that point. Cause to me, that's just saying, and not to mention, this is the, not to mention the fact that most gaming companies like EA lay off thousands of staffers every quarter. To increase their profit margins, mm. so it's not even the fact that they're like, they're they're making more money off the, the base price point because they could invest maybe a hundred thousand in a game, and make sixty times that back on release, mm. and then if it's a live service game, they're still making a shit ton of money on that too. Like, and then they lay off people to make their profits look even better. It's is like, at a certain point, you got to call a spade a spade. It's like just greedy.
0: Nah, I agree with that. I do. I Listen, don't let my frivolous spending ass tell y'all how to spend y'all money and all that shit. But I'm just trying to, I've been trying to do this since Sony announced that all their games are going to be 70 I'm just trying to, cause I remember that podcast. Julio was here, bro. the The PC community would freak out, and now it they did, it, they did freak it, out. And y'all s- still buying the games at seventy fucking dollars. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just at that point where it's just like, it's like, fuck it. I think like, that's the way I look it, at it. Like, fuck it.
1: Yeah, but it's like, there's a point where it's like. All right, you know how like they always say don't pre-order games? Mhm. And then my fuckers pre-order games and the game is ass and it's broken and all that shit and we're like, "Oh, well we fucking told you." Well, that's well, why
0: like me personally um and I'm not just saying this cuz we're a podcast. Um make sure you make informed decisions. Nah, fuck it, purchases. we ball. I mean, I'm a ball out for y'all. Fuck it, we ball. I'm a ball out for y'all, but you guys listening to the podcast, just take it easy. All right. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, let us, don't, let us don't, spend our don't money spend,
2: don't and don't then, spend then talk your about
1: money. it. Yeah. Don't spend your money. In fact, if you want to spend your money, drop a drop a sub
0: on his tweet. Yeah, do that. <laughs> don't buy the game until I tell you to buy the game. <laughs> Redfall, don't buy that shit. Go. Go get game I th- I think,
1: pass. I think by the time this podcast comes out, they're well aware not to buy Redfall. I, mean, I don't yeah. think there's any fence sitters. If there is, come
0: on the podcast. I want to talk to you. The only Redfall <laughs> you need to buy is Elder Scrolls 6 Redfall. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it was a joke, but um back when Bethesda first trademarked the name Redfall people thought that was gonna be the title of the oh, next like
1: the red guards and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah
0: people thought it was gonna be the the, the next title
1: nah nah absolutely yeah. Yeah, it was totally a vampire game for from the rip
0: i'm gonna play it for y'all one day i got game pass so i got nothing to lose
1: just wait like a, a like good year
0: <laughs> yeah but i at do least... think it's eventually gonna see that's the problem with xbox a lot of their games eventually become good. Like, Sea of Thieves was ass when it first came out. Sea of Thieves. No, see,
1: Sea of Thieves was good. It just didn't have content. That's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's the same thing with, like, Halo Infinite. It was good. Like, gameplay-wise, is good. But there's no content. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that's why your community kind of left. Because it's like, well, bro, you, we played the fucking beta all month and the game launches and it's like it's yeah, they wait, yeah they
0: they wait, they waited too long with that game that's we ought to have a podcast where we really sit down and just be like yo what the fuck went wrong with halo Yeah, we, we
1: don't we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. that shit that that shit is done to death. We already know what went wrong. It's just like they weren't prepared. They were not prepared at all for, to make that game. And well, that's 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 just what it is. They were hope- going to ride Halo 5 till it died.
0: Let's hope Bethesda is prepared to um, I don't know why. I don't know why you're trying to sex? I don't know. I <laughs>
1: don't know what segue you're trying to do. Bro, we're already talking about a Bethesda game. It's fucking Red
0: <laughs> Yeah, but I was, trying to, I was trying to transition that into Starfield. That is just...
1: so ass.
0: <laughs> I just said Jetpack sex. <laughs> Jetpack like, like...
1: <laughs> Yo, how is a rating for M... Fucking jetpacks! Whoa, whoa, bro! This game's gonna have sex and drugs in it. But what really makes it mature is the fucking (laughs) jetpack. I don't fucking get it. Like, is there jet actual jetpack sex? That'd be lit. I don't know how that would work, but that'd be lit.
0: Your thrust game gotta be crazy. You imagine you gotta you gotta you get one one thrust. And you just thrusting into it like you with just, all your power, you all get one your, thrust. Your energy and your, your jetpack like that just you got get one fired.
1: thrust. That's it, just um, like real life. You get one thrust.
0: What scared me was in-game purchases.
1: Okay, oh for Starfield. Yeah, that scared me. Why does that scare you?
0: Because if you remember, Skyrim came out same thing with Fallout. They both didn't have any microtransactions. So this game is going to be releasing with probably cosmetic microtransactions.
1: I mean, if it's cosmetics, I don't, I, I don't care. That's the thing. Is if it's cosmetic, I don't care. Because I don't have to buy it. If it's not like a gameplay feature that's locked behind something, it, it's fine. Like, I'm paying... Listen, listen I'm going to pay 70 bucks. I want it. I want the whole goddamn game, and I want it functional.
0: You know what I mean? Look, I'm just letting y'all know in advance. I ain't streaming that day.
1: I'm streaming. That's so you can Wednesday. see how shit it runs on my PC.
0: <laughs> that's that's gonna be the problem for me. Am I gonna get this on PC, or am I gonna get on my? Oh, Xbox? I
1: feel like this is if it, if it's as half as good as Skyrim, you're gonna get on everything. You may not yeah, get it yeah. all at, at the same time, but they'll, re- they'll re-release this fucking shit on the fucking fridge and you'll buy it for that. I
0: can't, I can't get it on my preferred system, though, which is, like, kind of irritating, but not, like, irritating.
1: What, on PS5? Yeah. But, I, I mean, isn't Starfield going to be on Game Pass anyway?
0: Yeah, but I want to own this. I mean, that's
1: fine. I have I'm to probably going to do this. I'm going to buy it.
0: Yeah, I'll probably get it on PC.
1: This is one of those games that I'm like, fuck it, we ball, and I drop seventy bucks on it because I want to play it. Is yeah. it gonna work for me? I have no fucking
0: clue. I ain't streaming it. Let's. This is something I wanted to talk about on the podcast too, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the Activision, there's a lot of shit that's going on with the Activision. Um, Microsoft merger thing. Oh, my God. Um the FTC tried to d- got involved in oh all this God. other shit. We're not going to talk about this. A don't. thousand YouTube videos that you can that'll explain it way better than I want to. For real, for real. I don't want to talk about. It.
1: I have so much fatigue about this topic.
0: Me too. But it looks like it's going to go through and it's probably going to go through sooner than we expect, is what I'm thinking. The sooner the better, so we can stop talking about so this, this is this is what I want to let you guys know. This is just gonna be a Blaze X Inferno tip. Thank me later. You might want to hold out on buying Diablo Four. Cause Diablo Four might be on Game Pass. And that's what I'm hoping on. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm I I think I'm- I think by the end of the summer, they're gonna have that shit finalized. We gonna have Diablo four on Game Pass and it's mm-hmm. gonna be fucking late.
1: Yeah, so I'm literally waiting a week to play Diablo four. So it, it, oh, yeah. I'm
0: yeah. not buying Diablo four. Like I'm I just, I'm,
1: I'm just waiting a week. I want to see what it's gonna be like the launch <sighs> is like. And if it, if the launch is bad, I'm not, I'm not worrying about it. Buying it anytime soon. Like oh, that's, man. that's, I need, you,
0: I need you, I need you guys to just have it's some me. integrity and not buy this fucking game, so I won't buy it.
1: Oh, no, I'm going to play it. I'm going to stream it. Sorry, I'm, I'm punching my mic stand right now. Um, I'm going to play it and and stream it, and I'll be like, Blaze, look how much fun I'm having. Oh, man, look at these battle passes that you can waste yeah, money
0: I'm gonna on. Your, I'm going
1: to be writing Do so you know there are three tiers of battle pass in this? Did you know there's a deluxe edition where you buy everything but the game? Yeah, I saw that. That was weird. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be writing your chat like This is this I'm is for right you. Dog. This, this is, is
1: right for <laughs> you. This is the Blazex Inferno experience. Buy this shit twice. Get the deluxe edition without the game. Get the deluxe edition with the game. And then buy the 3 3 tiers of battle. Yeah, and crazy. not
2: fucking play the game. ain't yeah, fucking wild.
1: Oh shit. Yo, this is this is got all this is all you, dog. This is literally three hundred dollars right here. I gotta see one. who
0: else. I gotta see who else is gonna buy it. That's and you gonna...
1: got to If you buy the deluxe edition, you get a four-day head stuff.
0: Cause I know, um, Angel says she's getting it, but I don't know anybody else that really said they're gonna get it. Like Uh,
1: I'm probably gonna cop it. I'm probably gonna cop it for Julio too. So at least two people. But oh, that's fine. right do. Yeah. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like again. I'm like waiting a week because if it's if it's like any issues with network connectivity or glitches, I'm just gonna hold off a month then and just wait till it's all fixed up. I really wait don't want to
0: the end of the summer because like I'm gonna keep it real with you. Um,
1: no, bro, end of the summer is
0: Armored Core season. Nah, you tripping? It's nah,
1: I'm playing the shit out of that. That looks
0: fun. I'm, I'll be there for your stream. For me, right now, right, Street Fighter Six. I'm definitely getting that shit. Then after that, I think like two, three weeks later, Final Fantasy 16 comes out. Oh yeah, and, I forgot about like, that. That's it. That's like it for the summer until Starfield. I ain't getting shit else. Like, I ain't getting shit else. Cause Final Fantasy 16 is gonna take my life.
1: I mean, I'm surprised too that the kingdom hasn't.
0: It's. It is. It is. Trust me. It is. That was a good segue. Oh. Let's talk huh. about
1: it. Yeah, I know. That's how you do it, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> so, Tears of the Kingdom, man. It good. Yeah, <laughs> it, it very good.
1: All right, thanks for watching the Infernal Gaming Podcast. That's it.
0: <laughs> no, it deserves, like, everything that it's getting right now, dog. Oh, well, that's only, good. I've only got maybe, like, eight hours in, but I, I'll keep it real with you. Um... I played a little bit on stream during my um, subathon. Um, people were fucking with it. I was fucking with it. Um, it's literally just Breath of the Wild, but just with a new problem, a new you know, just same world really. Just some things change. Like I know we're like the Bird Villages, like the Rito Village. I just got there. There's snow instead of it just being like how it was before. yeah. So they changed up the world a a bit. There's actual dungeons this time instead of just, you know, these little shrines, and then you got the thing you go inside of and that's it. There's like actual like dungeon dungeons. There's caves all over. There's so much to do, dog. So much to
1: do. And you can make like stuff. You can build stuff.
0: Yeah, so let me break that down. Let me drink this water real quick.
1: All right, we're about to be here for another hour.
0: Let me break this down real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got four new abilities. You got this ability to send, which you can go through like solid objects and like swim up, like literally swim up through a solid object. Um, you have ultra hand, which is basically like telekinesis. You can grab anything mm-hmm. and mold it to other things and build structures like to you know um traverse the environment and then you have fuse which you just said you can literally fuse shit to your weapons like you can fuse weapons to weapons
2: oh, so you, shit. Can,
0: you can make some weird shit dog like you make some like like I'm running around with a sword with a boulder in it <laughs> alright and then I got a shield I got a shield with with a with a with a dragon head on it that shoots fire. That's it. So like it gets it gets wild. And if you're a creative dude, like you can do a lot with the fuse system. It's it's really good, man. Like I said, what I've played, um, I'm not gonna rate it yet. I'm gonna wait. Um, but it definitely deserves everything that's getting. So um don't think that that uh that that score is not not deserving because it definitely it well, definitely deserves this shit. I mean,
1: compared to like the ten out of ten that Jedi Survivors got, and then all of the issues that it had mm-hmm. versus this game, like performance wise, how, how do you feel about it?
0: Um, <laughs> all right, man. So I was telling E Night before we started this podcast. Um, I'm no longer buying a Pokemon game. Like I think I'm done buying. Pokemon games because Game Freak has showed that they just don't know how to make games, number one, anymore. Um, and two, they don't run good. And, like, really, honest to God, that's the only thing that's stopping me from playing, like, Scarly. Like, I don't like the way it runs at all. Like, it it sometimes makes me, like, fucking sick to look at that fucking game. Like, when I see something moving at, like, fucking three frames per second in the background, I just... I'm like, bro, like, I'm about to throw the fuck up. Like, what is yeah. this? Meanwhile, all right, fully open world, by, by the way. Zelda runs great. I haven't had any problems. It probably does drop frames, um, but I don't notice it at all. Um, Like, I was telling E-Night, my only issue is... Specifically in the starting area, um, the color saturations can be like a little weird. So it just, it, you kind of like, it's difficult to see certain things, like especially if it's like a high yellow or like a high green. Well, not a high green, but like a high yellow. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's just kind of hard to see sometimes. But other than that, like I said, performance-wise, it runs good. Game runs good. I got the Amiibo. With the game, I'm hype. The Amiibo went up to $30, by the way. because mm-hmm. it sold out everywhere. Swag. Um, yeah, dog. It's more Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is like... It, it may take my places like my favorite Zelda game. So, um, Tears of the Kingdom might easily take over that. Because it's just more of Breath of the Wild just with more to do. And... Better mechanics, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I
1: would say better
0: mechanics. Yeah, so definitely worth the seventy dollars. If you want if you if if like I said, like we said earlier in the podcast, let us buy the game for you and we'll tell you to go buy. Go spend that 70 bucks. Go do it. Mm-hmm. Go it. We're gonna close this podcast out with this quick rumor and then we're gonna we gonna we're gonna jet. Um because I'm gonna give you all a a more in-depth review of Zelda when I get to actually beating it or get further in it. Um there's a rumor. Resident Evil 9 Apocalypse. That is the next game. Um what they did is they were clever with it. If you don't know the past couple Resident Evil games they've been taking the a word in the game and then in the name like with Biohazard they took like the whatever and turned it into a seven with Village, they took the what was it, the uh, the V, and the and the, the two I's or the whatever, and turned it into an eight. Well, with the Apocalypse, they turned the L, and the Y into an IX. It's it's kind of dope. Um, but yeah, that's the next. That's the um, that's apparently the next game. Um, is Resident Evil Nine Apocalypse. And I guess Ethan's story is over. I mean, if you played Resident Evil 8, you know that. I, um, even, I don't even
1: think it started though.
0: And we're going back to Chris, Claire, and Jill as the rumored protagonists um, for the no. game. No, we want Leon. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that either, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how you feel about this.
1: I, I mean, like, Resident Evil's never been like my crazy favorite franchise. It's a cool mm-hmm. game. Like I'll probably pick up Resident Evil Four once a bit, bit cheaper. But mm-hmm. I still got a beat. I beat seven, and I thought seven was cool. I haven't played eight at all, and I want to, but I just haven't. You know, I just haven't had the time to play it. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting. What? Apocalypse is going to look like? Is it going to be more like the remake, or is it going to be more like seven and eight, where it's first person? Who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows, man. Might be co-op. Who knows? A co-op would be
1: a nice change of pace for this. Yeah, maybe. I just hope I like. I guess I would want them to focus more, like, because I know Resident Evil is like mostly a zombie game, but it's like I would the way they came out with the monsters in seven, I really liked. So. I want more of that. I don't want just zombies, if that makes sense.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense.
1: Just like make all the cr- crazy ass creatures you want.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's it. And that's all we got for the podcast. We had a nice little discussion there in the middle. I uh, um I, mean, I kinda but- wanna I kinda wanna apologize if my energy was a little off on this episode. Um I'm kind of, like, focusing on this and kind of focusing on my cat to make sure he's all right because he's, like, I don't know. I came in the house, and he's making a lot of noises and shit. He's, like, chilled the fuck out now, so and he's, like, running around and shit, so I guess he's cool, but I'm probably going to end up taking him to the vet, if not today, then tomorrow. Yeah, um, if, definitely.
1: Get him yeah, checked
0: he, out. Yeah, if he's And So I apologize if my energy wasn't there. I kind of let E night take the, the 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 brunt of the podcast. Um it's been a good episode, man. I Hope you enjoy it, man. As always, make sure you check out the links below in the description. Um check us both out on YouTube and Twitter and all that good shit. Um, E Knight, you got anything to say?
2: Fuck it, we ball. I got to get shit. Fuck it, we ball. Peace out, y'all. Later.